Oh shit, we don't have a theme song. Oh shit, you're right. What are we gonna do? I don't know. Like, do get do we have time to buy something? No, no. We just we just have to riff. We're gonna Go. just riff, riff it. Oh shit, it's the nostalgic front. A podcast from Patrick and Reem. We like movies, TV, and games. Junk food, juice boxes, forgotten things. Oh wow, that was that was adequate. Yeah, that was like pretty good. Yeah, are we just gonna use it for every episode? I, th- I think we should. I think we have to. Thank you for listening to the Nostalgic Front. I'm Patrick Hasty, and I am too. Whoa, no, no you're not. <laughs> you are not Patrick Hasty, uh, motherfucker. Sorry, I'm Brandon Ray. Hey, Brandon, I'm how are you? Fantastic. Good, good. That's right. Hey, I got a new shirt idea. What? I'm going to make shirts that just say fantastic on them. Oh. Right? Because then people who don't Hello. Even, hello. Because <laughs> then people who don't even fucking listen to this podcast might uh-huh. want to buy it, you know? Yeah, and then make it in a cool font. Yeah. That, I, that's very retro. I also thought of a shirt that just said R-E-A-M-K-O-R-E, <laughs> but like with the, the comma spacing or uh-huh. whatever, you know? Um, How are you, bud? How, yeah, you're fantastic. What's new? Where You been up to any old uh, goddamn shit? Yeah, man. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Well, it's uh, kind of... Who's, who's this, Hank Hill now talking to me? No. I'll tell you what. He never repeats himself. He might. Mm-mm. Hank Hill on a repeater? Did you ever hear by the time Pete and Repeat got in a boat? Yeah, Pete fell out. Who's left? Repeat. No, no, they're all uh, conservatives. Mm, yeah. None of them are left. Oh, yeah, they're all right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know. Uh, Pete and Repeat, was that a big thing when you were a kid? Pete and Pete was. Okay. Pete and Pete was huge. You think Pete and Pete ever hung out with Repeat? Pete and Pete got in a boat. Pete fell out, and the other Pete just cried because <laughs> he lost his best friend and maybe brother. Pete and Pete uh, were in a boat. Pete fell out. They both died because uh, the other Pete is a figment uh, of his imagination. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh huh. All uh-huh. right. Okay. Uh-huh. I see. Do they make figments? Figments? Oh no, that would be gross. It would. That would be who's got who's got that? I ate. hey, if you got a figment of your imagination, that sounds gross. Figments? Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Actually, now I'm kind of on board. Really? I kind of think I like it. I would like it. You know it. who's not on board? Pete. No, repeat. I, Pete. Those fuckers are down. Yeah. yeah. Rest in peace, Pete. Repeat and Pete. Uh, Pete, 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 and repeat and Pete. Uh, what have you been up to? Any old shit, dude? <laughs> yeah. What are you laughing at, you no, piece of shit? That, that was a hot little uh, moment we had there. I liked it. Thank you. Yeah. The show is good. <laughs> Somebody thinks so. Sometimes. Hell yeah. Uh, well, I watched the show, TV show. Tell me the name of this show. Let me a, guess. Uh, I'll, I'll guess the name of the show. Don't. Give me context clues. What do we got? Okay. Okay. No, I'm just going to tell you. Okay. You're going to get it anyways. Uh, But uh, I've been watching this show. It's on the Hulu. Hulu? Yeah, yeah. I do. Can I take a guess? Huh. Okay. Goldbergs. Yeah. Well, yeah. You, <laughs> yeah. It wasn't really a guess because you knew like I was going to talk about it at the top of a show eventually. Well, I figured you won't shut up about it when we're not recording. I do not. I brought it up once when we hadn't hung out for like a month and a half because... uh. Me and uh, my girlfriend, we watched like it was it was like the default show for yeah. two weeks, and it's a great show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now yeah, it, yeah. it's the story of the goalie from uh, uh, Mighty Ducks yeah. on his life, and uh-huh. yeah, spending time in the in uh, Minnesota. Is yeah. that correct? And then going to jail. And leaving. oh yeah, fuck! I forgot that story, and it's sad. It <laughs> yeah. does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what but is what is Goldberg's really talking into? It's just a it. good. Uh, it's a good family comedy. Which when I was I was thinking of, they don't really make too many uh, family comedies I nowadays. I think they do. Well, you got Modern Family, but... Modern Family, The Middle, Last Man Standing. I think that's kind of a big thing they do. Yeah, but not like they used to. It used to uh, 
dominate. I disagree. I just think the Fuller House, I think they still do. I just think we don't pay as much attention to I bet to them. you the percentage of family comedies that are being produced now is lower than it was in the 80s. Do you want to look at the NBC lineup and see what it is? NBC. You want to look at the... Right, name me a Netflix uh, family. Fuller fucking house. Ah, the other one. The um, the one that's the reboot of the... There's uh, less now. Uh, There's less now. I don't think there is. Okay. I think you're aware of less now. No. Uh-uh. Um, I think I like the middle. Well, I mean, proportionately, there's less. Other than Patricia. They're getting a smaller piece of the pie. It's fucking uh, objective truth, man. You can't can't escape it. Yeah. Um, I'd love some pie. Uh, well, anyway, it's a good show. As we know. Also, they've had uh, no more, no less than four Stan Bush songs. Oh, yeah. And that's your yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Literally on Instagram the other day, I saw, I was like, who's posting? Who else is posting about Sam? It was just you. Oh. I thought somebody else was doing it. Stan Bush. I Googled the Goldbergs just to learn a little bit about it. And this is what I found. It, uh, uh, the Goldbergs is an American professional wrestler, actor, football player, and mixed martial artist, no. color commentator. No. He's known for his time in the WWE and the WCW under and, the ring name Goldbergs. And he was in an episode of the Goldbergs. No shit? Yeah. As himself? No, no. That wouldn't make sense. As uh, Brian Callen's brother. Oh, okay. They're both gym teachers. And that has a spinoff? Yeah. Yeah? Set in the 90s. 90s, yeah. Which just came out and it's all right. But no, it's good. A lot of heart. A lot of heart. Yeah, yeah. And you wouldn't expect it early going on. And it's kind of cool because uh, the guy that created the show based it on his own family. Yeah, and it's his name, right? Adam yeah. Goldberg, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. So like they'll cut uh like on the closing credits or whatever they'll show side by side videos of like the real events or whatever the, the video the home video versus the, the actors uh acting in it and i have a question like, uh, it's interesting because they nailed the casting with all the kids and then uh the parents it's... All the, like every parent's like a good improv actor and too. well like in the main parents the goldbergs yeah. is uh windy clovey cloven or whatever yeah. from uh reno 911 and then uh J- oh, what's his fucking name jeff newell jeff garland <laughs> jeff newell no, but Jeff, I'll tell you this. Jeff Newell? No, wait. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I'll Jeff tell Newell. You what. I'll no, tell you he's what. No, he's that guy. What was, yeah, I he's know a, who he oh, was, okay. and he might be a listener. Yeah. Uh, he has a joke about. Uh, uh. We don't need a. This isn't. He didn't sponsor this episode. Okay. Uh, we can leave Jeff Newell back in Des Moines. Uh, we did. But the Jeff Garland from yeah. Curb Your Enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. So that's. It's such a good line, a good yeah. cast. Um, can I ask you this real quick before we get off the Goldbergs? Uh, good theme song? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I've always been curious about. Uh-huh. I've always wondered if it has a good it's theme not, song. It's not like an 80s theme song, oh, though, it but it is uh, uh, influenced by the sounds of the Okay, because that's what I kind of it's always... It's kind of like our theme song. It's got a little bit of 8-bit action going oh, on. Oh, I like that. Yeah, our theme song's fantastic. Yeah. Can you imagine how... Fuck, it took us 20 seconds to shit out a classic. Yeah. <laughs> Can you believe? People pay real money for oh, we, good theme we songs. Just, we just had the riff. It took no time. It's so... I can't believe now there were... Fucking 88 episodes in. 100 and fucking 60. 160 something. Something or other. Is this 88? We should have done Back to the Future this week. Uh, I'll We've tell already you, done it. I'll tell you the old thing that I'm talking uh, real quick before we get this uh, episode started. Uh, what I've been into. Now, this is super interesting for me because you know how I am with these comic books. I never read them because I wasn't full of money. Mm-hmm. But these days, they got this stuff on YouTube. You, you've been on YouTube called the. Uh, Comics Explained? Yeah. And so never heard of it. I've learned all about I I've learned all about uh, 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 Secret Wars. Yeah, I've learned all about Civil War. I've learned all about. Why don't they the just Infinity call it wars? Gauntler. Considering they've told so many people. Yeah, 
I, it's fun to listen to all this. And then I also learned the Batman New 52, the whole arc, mm-hmm. or the, the Order of the Owls or whatever the fuck it is. And then now I'm currently going through Batman Rebirth. And so what I've been doing is because at night, you know, I used to watch yeah, TV at the night. The Order of the Owls versus the Great Detective, you yeah. know? It's kind of like a real who done it. Yeah, you got it. Uh, I no longer watch TV at night when I go to bed. I've stopped turning. I turn the TV off. Oh, you listen to. And so now to- I'm listening to stuff. Or I'm, I'll watch something on my phone, but I'm not watching Might a television. Might be an interesting uh, podcast avenue to go down. What mm-hmm. are you saying? Uh, try and find people that essentially do the same thing, but mm-hmm. in podcast form. Maybe, but I can't. I know that's a thing for people, but I can't do that. Because if I watch a video, if I'm listening to oh, like yeah, a they, yeah. I can zone out and fall asleep and I'm good. And I can go find it again. But if I'm listening to a podcast, especially a conversational podcast, I'm way more inclined to just stay up for another two hours and finish it. Because mm-hmm. I'm dumb. Yeah. Um, but I'm loving it. It's so interesting. Da, 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 da. It, yeah, you got it. Blockbuster. Uh, it's so interesting to go back Bye, to all these man, old man. things. Um, but yeah, these comic books. That's what I've been fucking getting my shit into. Nice. And it's great. Uh, speaking of great, we got a great uh, guest on today's episode. Hell yeah. Want to take a break, listen to this wonderful sponsor, mm-hmm. and come right back? Do you? Oh, it said mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I thought you were burping. Hey, Yennefers, we got a great sponsor on the podcast this week. Today's episode is brought to you by... Detroit stand-up comedian Sam Rager's new album, Trigger Warning, which is currently in the top 10 comedy albums on iTunes. Wait, isn't that the first new album released on Jackknife Comedy Records? It is. If the Yennefers don't know, Gideon... I thought they lost! players Hambright and I have decided to start a record label. And while sure we have seven releases out already from our friends like Luke Ritter, Albert Kirchner, Hannah Boone, and Justin Williams, Sam's album is our first new release. Oh, that's cool. And it's called uh, Trigger Warning, huh? Yep. If uh, Winnie the Pooh put out a comedy album on your label, it could be called uh, Tigger Warning. It sure could, buddy. Anyways, please go pick up Sam Rager's new album, Trigger Warning, on iTunes or anywhere else that you get your comedy albums. And visit jackknifecomedy.com for more great comedy albums and EPs. All right, let's get back to the show. Okay. And we're back. A dinosaur story. Uh, what a good sponsor. What, a dinosaur story? I'll tell you. Oh, no, we have a real one. We had a real one. I'll tell you what, buddy. Listeners, get ready. We are entering uh, a heyday of sponsors. Mm. You fuckers are starting to give us money, and we are liking it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the heyday of sponsors, that's when the sponsors keep going, hey, that here's uh, some money. That should be like, a, what's the shittiest fast food place? Like, if McDonald's is supposed to be, like, good, what's shitty? Probably Burger King. No, what's the most knockoff, like a knockoff McDonald's? McDowell's? Okay, you know, this is the theme song to uh, Kennedy Fried Chicken. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's all right. Okay, I thought that was funny. Uh, we have a great guest today. Uh, glad I got, I'm bringing him in on that. They hot put riff. ketchup on their fucking Philly. Who puts ketchup on their Philly? Kennedy. Kennedy. Oh, I still love a Kennedy Fried Chicken. He ever get an Italian chip? Let's bring in our guest. Maybe he has some <laughs> okay. ideas on it. Uh, he's a fantastic uh, stand-up comedian, storyteller, and writer. Uh, he's uh, performed. Now, Reem, you're not going to believe this. He's performed on four continents out of At the once? seven. I don't know. Maybe it's one of those things like Led Zeppelin where he was on a plane and because of got him separate times, that's way more plausible. I think they're all at separate times. Okay. I don't know. Maybe he's in the universe. You ever watch, listen to these comic books? Uh, he's also, you've seen his writing in the New York Times. You haven't. You know, you don't know how to. You, you ran out on your phone, right? Because yeah. you look at all the articles and you're gone. Uh, and he's got a fantastic uh, podcast, which I'm a big fan of, and I've been on an episode or two, uh, called Between Awesome and Disaster, which you can get all over the internet, including on Stitcher. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for our good friend, Will Carey. 
Oh, what a what a great buildup! Thanks, Kat. Thanks, uh, thanks, Reem. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Uh, uh, we have something in common then. I, I too have had my writings in the New York Times. Indeed. Yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, Here, we yes. Here we go. Here we go. Crosswords. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And, and by that way, like we've all been in the New York. We could everybody. <laughs> yeah, who's done yeah. Crossword can yeah. use the New York Times as the credit on, uh, on yeah. the show. There you also, go. my so not. Uh, this is this really pissed me off. My number was in the New York Times once. Your Sudoku. Ooh. Your phone number was the answer. I don't know, man. I just got to riff on you guys. Bit Will, how's it going? I'm doing good, Pat. Thanks I'm for doing, doing the show. Oh, thanks for having me on. Yeah. I, I, I enjoy you guys. You guys make a make me laugh. I like. Well, your, we're uh, in a good day. We've had bad days. Hell yeah! You're well, the we're the first episode recorded of the day. We got a good amount of coffee in us. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sometimes this fucker's uh, off the rails, but you're you're hearing a good one. I uh, think you're doing great. Just thank spit you. Fire rip, riffing back and forth is mm-hmm. like riffing. Unlike I, I haven't seen like good podcast riffing like that other than like walking the room. Oh, thank you. That's oh, that's a great Greg Barrett. Greg Barron and, and Dave, and Dave Anthony. Anthony. Yeah. That's why I like... Uh, I'm like the Greg Barron of this podcast and the Dave Anthony, we, we and just, he's like we, the closet. We just have to riff. <laughs> and right? you're, the, you're, the, yeah. you're, the, you're the... You're the closet. You, you would be the closet. That's a good joke for so, all so the cuddlers the, out there. <laughs> so, so Pat, you're like the, the cranky guy and the, the guy who relapses on dog pills? And the name and the, sta- the, the status and the popular one, and then he's like, you know, the, the closet. I mean, the the closet had one million views of his uh, yeah. Predator back to the oh yeah uh, fuck Full House. You know, you got more well, Twitter no. followers than I do, and it eats at me every well, day. It's, it's five million views if you count both Twitter and Facebook. Right, right. Did you find that uh, one of them people interacted with it more than the other um, between the two? Because I always wonder about that from like a business standpoint. Uh, no, I I mean I don't know which one went first, Facebook. Uh, it, it was it was. Facebook was first. first, and then it died down, and then Twitter blew up. Like a day later. And then it died down, and then Facebook just kept, came, back, yeah. came back and was was a big one. And if listeners, of course, if you are if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, a few months ago, uh, Reem went ahead and went viral. This is one of the many times. Yeah. Uh, with this uh, great- uh, Just twice now. Just twice? I thought you hit it a third time. No, just John Mulaney and Predator. Yeah, I thought you had a third one. Oh, um, yeah, that one was- funny. Oh, and John Mulaney- tweet had to come back like a couple weeks it, ago it will forever man that fucking yeah. isis joke from 2014 every six months he has another little high uh uh resurgence you know it's very interesting every time isis cuts somebody's head off i get a couple new twitter followers <laughs> so uh will you ever gone viral uh the not not to the well that's that great having you on the show then buddy we thought we were having stars uh, <laughs> uh i've never never to the extent that that you guys have but um that new york times article i did get of uh, like a 1500 views off of my youtube video oh yeah joke. fuck yeah uh and that and that video i was doing that it was like a six o'clock show there was like maybe 10 people in the audience yeah it went everywhere. I was wearing shorts. Oh it was boy! Oh, the summertime, I was oh, committing yeah, yeah, the cardinal yeah, sin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stand up comedy, performing was, at six p.m. in shorts, boy. And, and I was wearing a <laughs> and I was wearing a sports jersey. So again, that was a whole all of the rules. Yeah, I was yeah. What team? Uh, New York City Football Club. Oh boy, nobody cares about that. Soccer, though, so that's fine. Yeah. yeah, nobody knew that. Everybody was like, "Oh, look at that Why guy." Why they got call a, a football club? Yeah. Like, well, be, be in a bunch a, of in, soccer players get around and watch football. Well, in in Europe, all the teams are either like oh yeah, so and so United or football club or sporting. We get club. it. You've played in other continents. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, 
Thanks for being on the show one more time. Uh, oh, where you, are you Pat. from? Where did you grow up and kick dirt and stuff? Uh, I grew up in uh, southern Maryland, specifically uh, the town. town's name is St. Leonard, Maryland. St. Leonard. Uh, Who was that? One of our greatest saints. Was he? He, he, was, he was a saint, but he was a saint, and he also has a, a town uh, population at the last sentence. I looked it up on my way over here. It was 742. No oh, shit. Wow. Yeah. Is it? Wow. I didn't know you were from that small of a spot. Yeah. Really, really what small. was he the saint of? Do you know? Uh, I, I can bully honest, you. I couldn't, I couldn't tell you. I, ca- I came from my town. I had fucking 6,000 people, man. I could. I, he's like a bumpkin compared to us. I, you know? I, I, Where'd you I eat? Really, yeah. Where was the restaurant? You guys had one restaurant um, in St. Leonard? Sometimes, because it's interesting you bring that up, because fast food places like in Chinese delivery the good Chinese delivery wouldn't deliver to us. You had to go and pick it up. Oh yeah. And there was this one, what was that called? That restaurant? I think it was called Hong Kong three. Okay. The, but the, the place in St. Leonard, there was this one storefront that was easily six or seven different businesses. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. When I was younger and, and it was the one place. Yeah. It was the one place that would actually deliver to my house. And it was, Uh. and it was a four star. It was called four star pizza. And it was, how good was your pizza? Honestly, not that good. About two stars, yeah. That's what I assumed. Yeah, it was. It was well, kind of in, kind best of pizza inflated. in town. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, when you're the only game in town, you are the best. Yeah, in, yeah, yeah. In town, and so that's it was a pizza place uh, that's for a while. the uh, uh, yeast that inflates the pizza. Yes. Yeah, it inflated. It started with the two star, and then the yeast inflated yeah. it up to the four. There to it the is. Four. Boy, I'm glad you bailed him out on that one. That one's not going viral. I'll tell you that. Actually, yeast think- material. It's a good joke. Don't get me wrong, but Jeez. no one's looking for that. It's getting a rise out of him, though, yeah, right? We got a rise to the occasion. Okay, I liked it. I liked it. Uh, was this town next to something? Is it near Baltimore or anything? Or uh, it's about an hour. Uh, I'd say hour, hour and a half, depending on the traffic, south of DC, Washington DC, Washington DC, District of Columbia. Yes, mm-hmm. and the main uh, the main road that would go through is Route Two and Four, and if you stayed on Route Two and Four. You'd eventually end up on Pennsylvania Avenue. Oh, where the president lives. Yes, where, that, the, that, where the president uh, lives. A lot of people drive through it pretty fast. Yeah, it's it's definitely. I've it's been described to me as like a drive-through kind of county because yeah. a lot of people know St. Even Mary's though they county, didn't have any fast food, which is where St. Mary's College is. Mm-hmm. A lot of people know that college, and there's a big Air Force base in St. Mary's. Yeah, so yeah. Patriots. Air Force Navy base. So uh, there was a, a big Air Force work over there. Big Air Force base by where I grew up too. Yeah, off it. Air Force Borat. Funny sounded like. Oh, okay. Uh, the uh, growing up in a small town like that—that's wild. You have brothers and sisters? No, I'm an only <laughs> child. Really? Yeah. So, it was boy, just... they really just wanted to keep you by yourself, huh? Uh, yeah, it really was. Like, like growing up, like my, I like I had friends at school, but it was the kind of place like if I wanted to go spend the night at the friend a friend's house, it was a 20 minute drive. To yeah, the yeah. House. yeah. Were you? Yeah, in the, yeah. Were you in the, the woods? school district? I'm assuming it was a bunch of little towns too that just. Uh... Yeah, and the way the in Maryland, like they were, there was like four. There were four high schools. In, yeah, in my count in the county, which is Calvert County, Coward and County, Calvert, C A L V E R T. Oh, wow. Okay, and talking about going going viral, um, occasionally on the internet, if you dig around enough, like on E Bombs World or something, oh, you'll hell yeah. you'll come across a, a sign that said that says "God bless y'all, real good." <laughs> and everyone's like, huh, these guys. That's in Calvert County. Oh, that's fun. That, that's a quote from Louis L. Goldstein, the former Maryland comptroller. Whoa. Who was like the comptroller for like decades. Jesus. And He was a after- comptroller for so long, he actually found out what a comptroller does. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and 
when he, after he passed away, they built this brick sign with that. He apparently said, God bless y'all real good. Mm. I don't know where or when or how often, but he said it. Nice. Um, I sometimes so heckle there, porn shoots. They call me a cum troller. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but to answer your earlier question, uh, it's to, like if you live between here and here, you go to this school. If you live between here and here, you go mm-hmm. to this school. And I, I went to Patuxent High School. I think we had a graduating class of maybe like 400 something. Oh, wow. That's big then. Yeah. Now I'm the bumpkin. Yeah. So it, it, I've, heard, I've heard that too. Like it was a very small town, but again, like all I these small yeah. towns they do that come in, together. They do that in Iowa where they'll mix like five schools and like, like, because there's one, I don't know the, all the towns, but there's what, like Avoca and a couple, and they, A-H-S-T yeah. became a school. But they were like, four, they were like four, like district, whatever, the smallest districts. Yeah, all those small And then they district. all became a two district school and then got to crush in sports and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's it's like a, it's like a way for that, for a lot of small farm towns and stuff to do the same thing. Yeah. Did you, what was your school's mascot? Uh a panther. We were the Patuxent High School Panthers. Damn, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that yeah. that was that was a pretty pretty cool name. And um, to answer your earlier question, I didn't grow up in the woods. I kind of did, but yeah. I was I I was on I was uh grew up on the water on Saint Leonard Creek. <gasps> oh, so and did you say creek or crick? Creek. You did say creek. Okay. Yeah, and but it's it's technically a creek by like actual definition but it's like a mile wide so it's pretty big oh yeah that's like, like most a damn people lake. when they yeah i feel most people when you hear creek you think of like a small mm-hmm. dabbling yeah brook. almost but like this, a spillway this was like boats would come through and spam yachts would like anchor up there what's your experience with creeks other than the comedy venue Cream? uh fell in a couple yeah you know? there's a there's a creek in my hometown called keg creek uh, that wasn't a mile long, but it was definitely, it was like a mini little river and stuff like that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we'd all, everybody would go throw their beer in it and get it cold and stuff like that. And there was Cake Creek days. It was like a big holiday. Uh, mm. but when we talked about it, we would call it a crick. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, I'll oh, go to the crick. Uh-huh. But then when the, it was called Cake Creek days. Cake Creek. So I think we, it was like everybody acknowledged the word is creek, but then we still all chose to say crick as like our local vernacular. I hated hmm. when I would uh, try and sneak into the house late. Yeah. And the floor would crick. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, and your mom would hear it too, and she'd be like, hello. <laughs> uh, that's fun. Uh, so no brothers, no sisters. Yeah, no brothers or sisters. So it was just. You know, basically, I, my parents were my my friends when yeah. I wasn't staying over at uh, your parents. Cool, house. you like them? Uh, you know, things are kind of rocky. Keep in mind, with I've, my seen dad. Your, You've I've seen your I've seen your one man, man show. show. So, so, so some of know, these questions are for the audience. Yeah. So my relationship with my dad, I'm trying to to work on as far as like letting go of some anger. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom is is great. We're, yeah. She she's what's wonderful. your mom's name? My mom's name is Barbara. Barbara. She's an NFR. Oh, Babs, of course. Babs, yeah, she's on the she's on the Patreon. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> what? Uh, so you, but you got you and her have a good relationship. Had a good relationship then too. Yes. But you don't strike me as a rebel. I mean, not. He was a panther. Oh, you're right. Yeah, for sure. Would you play sports? Uh, you're a big tall guy. If the listeners don't know, if you haven't seen a picture of Will, he's a big tall motherfucker. Yeah, I'm, I'm six foot. I'm six foot seven, and I'm like pretty I'm much like, get forced. I'm like three sixty yeah. right now. I'm trying yeah. to get down. Is that lose drop some pounds? Okay, but um, I, I did play sports for a little while when yeah. I was uh, in elementary school. I played uh, soccer. Oh yeah, because my mom didn't want me to play American football. She was afraid I was going to get hurt. Yeah, uh, so you I can played always, that for a few years. You can always tell how much somebody likes soccer by them referring to football as American football. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Nobody's ever like I'm a big American football fan, and then mm-hmm. they are, and you know, unless yeah. they're talking about the band American football. Oh, they're great though. Yeah, I love so them. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're really, are they really better really good. than modern baseball. Uh, this is actually a 
pretty good trail we could get into. I like modern baseball better than American football, but most people would tell me I'm wrong. Casey McGowan, he'd tell you I'm wrong. Former guest, mm-hmm. friend of the show, fan of the show. <laughs> He's a real NFR. Um, but soccer is like the you, one sport I follow now. You love it now. That's why and, I was and not I did surprised. Play, I because to listen, I'm tall, I did hold play on. basketball. Reem's got a joke to do. Oh, I used sorry. to listen to American football, but uh, th- back before they invented the forward pass, kind of got not good. I don't know. What is it wasn't the, as exciting. Talk, tell, explain it to me. Well, the, the old American football didn't have a forward pass. So I was trying. Can we uh, hey, uh, we'll edit around back, this? Back when no, no, like no, that's leather. fine. I don't, I, liked, I don't like the... Okay, I'm going to be honest. I don't like the derailing, and I don't like your comment, <laughs> but I do like what it reminded me of, so we'll take a break for a second. You know what I watched the other day? Now, listeners, if you're listening to this, at this current moment, we do not know how the playoffs end this weekend. The other day, I watched the Chiefs-Vikings uh, Super Bowl, and that was a fucking wild game to watch. Hank Stram. Speaking of old football, yeah. Len Dawson, Hank mm-hmm. Stram. I mean, boy... All right, we're back to the show. What, what uh, year was that? Uh, 1970. Oh, yeah. The Chiefs won the Super Bowl in 1970 against the Vikings. One of the most forgotten Super Bowls. It oh, is. Yeah. Four. Lindon. Well, I think actually a handful of those early ones are kind of rough. Uh, well, they got Lombardi, so they are. Yeah. And uh, the next one has Namath, yeah. so they aren't as forgettable. Lynn Dawson was drunk in that Super Bowl. In Super Bowl, he was drunk the whole most of the game. That's crazy. You can uh, tell when you watch the game. You see that motherfucker. We're going full derailment here, but uh, you know what's crazy is they used to have the college football all-stars would play the defending Super Bowl champs in an exhibition game every year. Really? Yeah. Weird. Until the Super Bowl champs won like 14 in a row. Sure. Every once in a while, the Omaha Royals, the AAA team, they used to play the Kansas City Royals. Same thing with the Cubs. That's crazy, huh? Yep. You would and, think of that? Anyways, uh, you watch a lot of yeah. You're fucking in. You played soccer and cartoons. No, nah, let's we we had it. We had a, I'm uh, following I, this. Soccer. I played I played soccer for a while, and then when I was in middle school, I played uh, basketball for a couple of years because that makes you're sense. Tall, they you kinda, make you. Yeah. You, you Did you dominate have to. just from size alone? Did you have your yeah? Were you tall come middle yes. school? Okay. Oh yeah, I was always the tallest kid yeah. in my in my class. So yeah, very very dominant defensively. Mm-hmm. Like didn't have to jump to block shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. kind of thing. Um, so I, I did that for a couple of years, and like. I and I don't know if this was the byproduct of growing up kind of isolated, but I just I didn't love it the way I when I discovered theater and sure it, I I didn't love it as much as, as as that yeah so I'm not I'm not sure what that's the result of but I just well completely different things too. I think I think a theater is a thing you can practice and get good at on your own you can watch movies you can watch plays you can dig it it's a very on your own thing which is a very communal thing as well yeah but sports is a thing when you got brothers and sisters and you got things like that you're constantly you can play like we my brother and I would mm-hmm. play basketball play football all the time we're totally different ages and I think that spurred that but if I was alone I could have seen myself getting into more like well I want to go do Romeo and Juliet well, plus I watch you, Romeo and Juliet you'd think you can teach yourself to act better than you can teach yourself to run a good 40 yeah exactly or and you can't you throw it you can get really good at throwing a pass but if nobody's catching it how good can you really know you're getting you know mm-hmm. um yeah but well, you can so, get better in front of a mirror did you yeah. do any productions and uh, when you started getting into theater then high school or yeah in in high school i was so so nervous to actually go and audition but my yeah. my best friend what's their uh, name his name is chris mcnamara he's chris Mac- He's uh he was good buddy he's good buddy of mine to this day. He he's still alive. He's still alive. Good. He, he's living in he's living in Arkansas, just kind of taken in the mountains. Ooh. Um. He, our freshman year of high school, he started doing theater, and I didn't really do anything. I was like really isolated. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And shy, shy boy. And then exactly, and I w- didn't want to do anything. And then he just kept 
uh, pushing the issue. He's like, just come audition. And then, and then I was like, okay. And then I got a very small scene in, uh, the man who came to dinner was the first oh. play I did when I was. In it's so fun grade. doing this show because we didn't do theater, even though I love it. But I did a little now. I did we, production. But it's funny to hear people say it like that. Like, neither of us had yeah. any idea what that was, right? Uh-huh. Remember, like, a couple of weeks ago, somebody said one, and neither of us had fucking English. Like, if you did Lion and the Witch in the Wardrobe or something or whatever, Wizard of Oz, bro. But it's like, I what's like, this? What's this? The Man Who Came to Dinner. The Man Who Came to Dinner. It's like, I can't remember what year it was written. What did you play? Like, the Dinner? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's funny. Uh, I was I, I was actually a, a convict. There's a scene where this, like, rich kind of eccentric guy it's a comedy it's like an old kind of yeah, comedy i'm laughing and uh i i play this group of like i i me and a couple other play, people play this group of killers that this guy brings to dinner just for Seen amusement like, like kind of like dinner for schmucks yeah but if the, <laughs> but instead of schmucks imagine if the schmucks were like uh like ted bundy oh wow yeah or or like uh, the suicide squad so good looking yeah like, like if you could just bring like serial killers to dinner just yeah. for a laugh. Here's a fun idea. Now that's the premise. Okay, it's this is my production of this play. It's kind of on. It's it's kind of quirky. You know, you know, like Aaron Sorkin's doing To Kill a Mockingbird now, but it's his, but it's still To Kill a Mockingbird. This is my that. version of the man that comes to dinner. It's the same thing. It's all these serial killers and stuff like that. But instead of Ted Bundy, they fucked up and invited Al Bundy, right? So <laughs> yeah. it's just him being misogynistic and putting his hand down his. And pants. he's just excited that he gets to have a real dinner. Yeah, and he's just he's like, <laughs> ah, you guys don't know. He he he's saying shit like, ah, my bitch wife, and then like. Even like uh, the son of Sam's like Jesus, man, calm down. It's 2019. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, 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 <laughs> the 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 night stalker is like, you know what? I think you got to look inward because yeah. it can't all be her, man. Yeah, yeah. And then and then Archie Bunker's there too, and he's like, ah, I don't want to talk about inward, you know, because it's like. <laughs> I think the night stalker is the least threatening serial killer of them all. It's yeah. Just like, well, well, he's oh no, now. he worked overnights at a grocery store. Like that's so scary. Oh boy, you're confused on what the night stalker was and how he did it. Uh, okay, so you're in you're in dinner. Comes the you're man, in comes dinner. In dinner. Gross. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So so well, I do that, and and the great thing about my my the my theater teacher was they didn't like take they let us do pretty much everything. So I was also helping build the set. Oh, cool. And like cutting wood and like nailing things nice, together. Nice, nice. Like we were. It was a really well rounded education in the process of putting in on the theater. Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I I did that, and that's when I was like I, I got over the nervousness and mm-hmm. started kind of the rush and excitement of being part of it really yeah. took hold. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. And so I started doing stuff every single year. We would do a a play in the fall, and then we would do a musical in the spring. And in the spring, I was in I had small parts in the ma- uh, singing in the rain. Oh yeah. And then I know we would one. also put on these like little one act plays in mm-hmm. between the big shows. So I was just really getting into it. Like, let's find a script. Let's find a, a thing to do. Awesome, and, awesome. And then we started going and performing like shows at the local like state high school theater festivals. Mm, cool. And that was really was like when I found like, oh, this is the thing I want to do. Because yeah. before that, I didn't have a thing where I was like, this is what I want to do with my life. That's cool. I, I had a similar feeling like that was um, I did I did everything. I did sports and I was a class clowny type guy and stuff like that. But I do remember, and I, it's one of those things that I don't know if I even noticed it as much then as I do now, looking uh-huh. back. Uh-huh. But I remember when I was in speech, I was in large group speech, and the first time I went to, when I went to Des Moines, and I went to Roosevelt High School mm-hmm. for the large group speech state, and I started seeing all the kids at all the other schools. Name for Teddy, not uh, who were Franklin, like, just so yeah. Yeah, people know. All the kids for the other schools who are like me. Who were who were like the goofy kids, but I was still cooler than a lot of them. Bec- like not all of them, but a lot of them were like 
the stereotypical drama nerds. Yeah. But then every once in a while, I'd find the guy that was like me from another school who lived in like fucking Marshalltown or something, you know, some Hell other yeah. town totally far away. And I'd be like, oh, there's more of us. It's not just, it's not just I'm like this and then this guy's like this and then this girl's like this. It's like, oh, there's a bunch of us that are like this. Find the others, yeah. man. Yeah, exactly. And I think that was my first uh, uh, getting into seeing that and stuff like that. And then around that same time is when I started getting into bands and seeing all that kind of stuff. Um, so when you were, did you ever try writing uh, plays and stuff like that at that time? Uh, for stuff for for class, but okay. I never I never really sat down and like wrote like a full act play, sure, and throw it up full or play or a one act play, okay. anything like like that. But <sighs> but I around that same time I did really get into um, I got into guitar at the same time as oh. well. Um, what I was your first guitar? My first guitar was an Alvarez acoustic. Oh, that's my dad's first guitar. Yeah, what yeah. was the first riff? Uh, first riff. This is kind of uh, this is actually kind of obscure because on the acoustic i had learned like you know your basic like open chords like uh, a g a c a d an e minor an a an a minor an a minor g minor f minor i like it like all that stuff so the the first i think the first uh song that i knew the i i I distinctly remember the first song i sat down and learned to play the whole way through um was actually it was it was an obscure new metal band called Trust Company. Yeah, they had a song called Downfall, which mm-hmm. I really liked. So I sat down and learned to play that all the way through. And then shortly after that, I think the next song I learned was uh, probably something uh, like Run Around by Blues Traveler. Yeah, that's funny that Trust Company was your intro uh, because I was I had a I mean we're around the same age I think and uh, yeah we have similar uh, musical yeah. tastes also. I imagine we probably have Rain a lot as of well you know also. Uh, but I um. Because I started playing guitar, and when I started playing guitar, I never even thought to start with, like, that. Like, with the stuff I was listening to at the time. I learned to play with, like, I, the first thing I learned was I had a CCR book. And so uh-huh. I learned, like, Proud Mary and Who Will Stop the Rain and, right, you know, right. a lot of songs about rain, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, then... That's a song about the uh, French Revolution, right? Which one? Who the Will rain? Stop the Rain? Who Will Stop the Rain, yeah, exactly. And I'll tell you who, that fucking guillotine, baby. <laughs> uh, the uh, And then... Uh, uh, I le- and so I learned that stuff, and then I've, old country was always playing. So I got into a lot of like I, I learned like a lot of Johnny Cash. And yeah, all oh, those are good songs. The for Eagles like... and stuff. But I feel like that's where I learned all my basics. And then like it wasn't even I didn't I still don't know. I mean I was in a rap metal band that played a lot, and I still never figured out how to do real guitar like that. Um, but then I started getting into uh, the you Wallflowers know, and Counting Crows and playing all yeah. that stuff. And that was my first like. M- popular music that you know I what the playing. originator of uh rap metal was uh hold on i i'm guessing you're gonna do a joke yeah but i think a, a real answer i think probably is that a cult of personality band who's uh, that no reynolds you got it yeah the, yeah the people that made aluminum solid, foil solid bit solid a solid bit mark it down did uh, speaking of of rap and rap and rap metal did anthrax and public enemy yeah predate Aerosmith and Run DMC? No, 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 no. 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 Aerosmith and Run DMC was like 84, 85. Um, and then um, Anthrax and that. That was the Judgment Night soundtrack. That was kind of... Uh, no, that wasn't, wasn't no, Judgment Night. No, it was Attack of the Killer Bees. Oh. No, that was just... Uh, Attack of the Killer Bees? Like Wu-Tang? Anthrax. Oh. 
It was just an Anthrax Public Enemy album. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that. I thought that was... I always assumed that that partnership started on the... Uh, nope, that was before uh, Judgment Night. When did Judgment Night come out? 91 or 92? 92. Uh-huh. Um, that was where I first ever not, heard no, of it. No, 93, yeah. That I knew of it. That was the first time I ever... Because I remember on that, there was a they there was that... But it's know. interesting with uh, Aerosmith, because they were fucking washed up yeah. heroin addicts that were from the seventies. Yeah. Basically yeah. they were, that, that was their little comeback. Yeah. And then they, they rode that wall. forever for years. Yeah. Like when I was little kid, they were one of the biggest rock bands of the nineties, when get a grip yeah. came out and that was like, everybody yeah. had get a grip. It's weird to think now it's uh, like, it was weird when I was in high school to try to think about this, about how like, so Aerosmith came out like in the seventies, right? Like my dad had like yeah. toys they're in the attic and stuff. They're in dazed and confused closing credits. Yeah. Or no opening credits. Sweet emotion. So then, but so, but then, so it's just weird to think of a band like that, that like my dad in high school had their album the day it came out. Yeah. And then yeah. my brother, when he was in high school, 20 years later, had their new album the day it came out. There was nobody like that. Like now, is there like, maybe Foo Fighters could do that? Maybe. Some of the timeless, but, I mean, some of the huge bands. I but mean, there's still like, maybe our, it would have to be like. Uh, Queen uh, blew up in the 70s, blew up in the 90s. But they kind of never now. went down really. You know well, what I'm saying? Well, they did in the 80s. Maybe they did. Well, when well, they, at least in the, Freddie died. I mean, well... Well, your or, thoughts? Or, or think about, um, think about like a band like No Effects. Yeah. Uh, that have been around since 1983. Yeah. And they're still together, and they're and they will and it's been like four years since their last album, but they're still putting out. Yeah, stuff. I guess maybe if yeah. you don't reach that epicenter of biggest band, maybe it's easier to maintain like that. You know? Yeah. Well, they've always been popular, but they've never been like. M- Part of the mainstream yeah, 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 yeah. the same way like my my the band that really got me into music, which was Blink One Eighty Two. They are I feel like they've been operating on like a mainstream, yeah, popularity for like I guess twenty years. As yeah, long yeah, as yeah. I've known of them, they've been huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. no, uh, take off your pants and jacket. Yeah. Well, before that, even with State the, of the Enema. No, what's what? the first? What's the not first album, but their Dude second Ranch? album, Dude Ranch. Dude Ranch was Dude, Dude Ranch in had, TV and stuff. Yeah, Dude Ranch with Damn It. That was like their first yeah. big hit. And I just then, know uh, Blink-182. I call them all the mall things. Yeah. Pretty, go that's, because, pretty, that's pretty accurate. Yeah, because, I mean, so, I mean, they were as big as shit from the first time you heard of them, basically. Yeah, yeah I heard of them when I heard... I, I had... Do you, do you guys remember those Now That's What I Call Music yeah, compilations? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So they're on like... The They're, 69th one now, so yeah, I, I had the. Third. No, that's what I call 69. Yeah, but I'm bummed. That's a good hey, compilation. You know, do you know what I call 66in? That's when I 69 Mario Lemieux. They have all of those uh, on <laughs> somebody uh, like Spotify that. too. Yeah, so, so it's good I to check so out. so what's my age again? By Blink was on the third one, and I had that because I really liked the song All Star by Smash Mouth. Sure, everybody did. And hey, then now. I listened Huge hit. to What's My Age Again. I was like, oh, what what's that? I'd never heard like arpeggios or mm-hmm. power chords really yeah so it was it was a, a game changer for me and then i went out and bought that album with my own money my mom i had to convince her because it has a, a busty nurse who's a porn oh, yeah, star maybe. on the cover mm-hmm. uh and then when I, I got it home and listened to it and dumpweed is the first song it yeah. has that big like open e chord mm-hmm. i was just like "Ooh, i like this reem take a guess what year he graduated high school because i think i'm wrong oh, i gotta go uh, what year i graduated we we do a thing on the show where we like to guess 2005 I, he says 05, okay. I'm going to guess 05 as well. 04. No shit. Yeah. You, okay, now maybe this is just because shit hits at different time parts of the country. Uh, I graduated 03, and I would have guessed you were 05 <laughs> because of your reference points. Because I uh-huh. feel like 
I I feel like uh, I was already well entrenched. In, maybe it was just because I was also a, one year older than you. But all the small things, that album, I was already like hardcore into it. And I knew all about it long before. Like, uh-huh. I didn't need, uh, 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 now that's what I call music. Now what I call music is how I found out about like, uh, uh, that song Blue, I'm Blue, Abby Do Abby Dee, or whatever right, right. you know. But like, I Blink was already a thing that was established already. Maybe not in you know St. Lawrence or wherever the fuck though. It's also interesting hmm. at that time they had so many. Uh, what I remember, uh, probably where I would have heard of them first was the old punk compilations mm-hmm. that were out like all the time. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. your Vans or Punkorama. Punkorama. Yeah. And see, which I'm... was a punk version of Now That's What I Call Music. They had like yeah. Punkorama 12, yeah. you know. Or like the Warp Tour compilations oh, yeah. that would put come out every year. Yeah. Uh, Warp Tour comp- or those, uh, th- those were also great because you go to a concert. Uh-huh. Like most concerts you'd go to, there was always the people out front with CDs that are samplers for whatever. The record label yeah. for, or their own yeah. band. That or, is yeah. when I think of the year 2002, that is what I think of. is Because I went to a Warp... I, that's when we played the Warp Tour and that's when I did like... Went to another big outdoors concert like that mm-hmm. and that's when I started really... The Omaha music scene was realizing And it was just getting these samplers and getting really into one band and then finding out that they never did anything except for that one song that's on that oh, sampler yeah. and stuff. Um, uh-huh, there's a lot of those. Yeah. That's what's that, great about... Uh, I mean, a lot of things are great about Spotify, but uh, is going on and seeing these bands that you forgot about and either seeing like, oh, they just ended in 2004 yeah. or you're like, oh, shit, they put out six more albums, including one last week. Another another thing that's similar to that with similar to samplers in that way was uh, soundtracks. So soundtracks oh, yeah. were huge yeah. for me. Like the American Pie movies had some really good soundtracks and you would hear bands like uh, Super Transatlantic. There was a band called Super Transatlantic they had a song called Super Down, and in the song Super Down, they say the line, Super Transatlantic. So they say the name of the band in the song that's not named after the name of the band. It was such a cool thing, and I love them, and I think that was like their only album, you know? Mm-hmm. It's so weird how there's uh, Athenium. So all these bands that I, I loved. Uh-huh. I was like really thinking about the bands that are still out there. That were not like oh yeah yeah, like, yeah. your Blink One Eighty Twos or even like lower like there's so many of that well, in like sure. the metal bands from the aughts yeah and stuff that are still out there touring. Were you like, ever a big metalhead? I was. I um, I, I I it took me a while to get into the to the real stuff. Like I I loved Metallica, so I had I had gotten oh big early big on, Metallica I'd gotten, guy. I'd gotten Master of Puppets early on, so I always liked Metallica. But another big. Uh, new metal was very popular when I was in high school. Oh, yeah. So a big new metal album for me was Stains Break the Cycle, uh-huh. which had It's Been a While and uh, Fade and Ep- Epiphany. That was big for me because again, learning guitar around that time. Um, do you did you ever do you know the Stains song Epiphany? Uh uh-uh. uh it, It's an acoustic song and it's in a alternate tuning. It was the first song I ever learned in this alternate open tuning called Dadgad, and I always Dadgad Dadgad. Because you know how a regular guitarist standard tuning okay. is All right. E-A-D-G-B-E? Uh-huh. So it's basically you drop the E, and then you drop the two uh, high strings, and it spells out dadgad, <laughs> which uh, I, I always got to See, it's kind of interesting, too, that that era right there is probably the last, like, uh, the last time any metal or hard rock will ever be that popular again yeah. for a while, just because of how, uh, like, varied, like, 
people taking in music is going to be from now on. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, that's the last time where we really had a big corporate push behind a lot of those like hard rock bands too. I, I agree. Like there was a, this thing amongst all the major, the major labels where they were like stained got big. And then I think it's called post grunge now is yeah. There's all of these bands that like loved Nirvana and Alice in Chains. Yeah, growing up, that started bands. So there was like your Shine Downs, Shine Down. I saw them live when my freshman year. Of college. Theory of a Dead Man and uh, Seether, Nickelback, uh, Nickelback. Like all Seether these. was crazy because Seether, um, their lead singer, sounded just like Kurt Cobain. Yeah. Uh, and do you guys remember that song? Know your you know you're right. Remember mm-hmm. that it was that Nirvana the, the, song that came out the way Nirvana song. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, they came out years, obviously, after he was dead, and Seether would do that in concert, and that would, they would cover it, and it sounded like you were seeing, it sounded so much like Nirvana, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah, the lead singer of Seether, they're one of, those, one of those bands that have continued to just plug away, put out, put out mm-hmm. solid albums, put on yeah. shows. South African band. Yes. The, all of those bands that <clears throat> were at the tail end, or they're still holding it down, too, but that were, like, like I said, at the tail end of, like, that whole, like big main rock they're all out there touring non-stop doing all their like fm radio station yeah, tours, yeah. yeah the and everything like that and yeah like and, uh five finger death punch yeah yeah is not going away no they're no, just gonna, no matter how much yeah, we wish they would three doors down is just gonna keep like fucking three doors down like I, okay. this is the thing that's interesting is the way the bands their lives there are their careers grow right so like you mentioned stained that uh-huh. dude's a country singer now, Aaron. Yeah. Whatever, you know? yes, he is. Uh, uh, well, it's because they have a lot of the same fans too. Well, yeah, and it's not that big of a crossover. And no, like, yeah. there's so much money in country. But then, oh, yeah. and, and then, it's not unusual to like metal in country. Oh no, no way. But then also another thing, Three Doors Down, who I thought was more of a. They were they weren't like metally. They were more melodic and all this kind of stuff. They were more of a poppy. They were more of a rock band, rock pop band, just yes, butt rock. But yeah. but yeah, but they weren't like I wouldn't put them on a show. I wouldn't put them on a show with Stained. It would seem weird to me. I would put them on a show with like a uh, Dave Matthews more or something. You know, they were more of yeah. softer. But then they fucking end up getting tied in with all this MAGA bullshit because they do the administration. They do the they um, played the inauguration. They played the inauguration. And that fucking that dude who was sending all the bombs to all the journalists and stuff like that, he had a on the side of his van. He had a three doors down sticker. I was like, nobody. When I was a kid listening to the goddamn American Superman Pies, song, the soundtrack that they had, they, um, "Be Like That" was on a big movie soundtrack. Maybe American it was on the American Pie soundtrack. Yeah, and so. Never did I think that at some point a fucking terrorist is going to try to kill journalists in the name of Three Doors Down, you know? It's uh-huh. wild. Yeah, that was sur- It's kind of funny that me. he had it on his van because vans only have like three doors. You're right. I and like I went. I had a Kid Rock phase. Of course. Also, oh so yeah, I can. It, it was weird. It's weird how after Trump got elected, all of yeah. my favorite bands from like seventh and like eighth grade, yeah. are coming back and are like, oh, I'm gonna run for senator. Sure, Michigan. sure. It's I'm so just glad weird. I was off the Kid Rock train before it got really derailed. You know, yeah. I'm I'm uh-huh. pretty much just a devil without a cause. Yeah, I guy. like that. And and uh, maybe like picture, maybe a little bit of American badass. And also, yeah. you know? I'm not. I won't defend it. I won't. Oh, I, I won't I, defend it, but I can guarantee I can sing or rap. I can rap the entirety of Devil Without a Cause, that whole fucking Be, album. Yeah, even the parts where he says the N-word several times, you well, know? Well, I just... I understand, I, I, but I, I'm I saying Kid Rock. Oh, the mic isn't working during yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, this, this is something I kind of wanted to... 
to touch upon, like you use the phrase butt, butt rock referring yeah. to these bands like create, create a little mm-hmm. kind of stuff we're talking about. Now I've also heard that style of music called red state rock. I think that's just somebody like those are like, all, like all these bands are still plugging away. I'll, like puddle of mud. Now that, that feels like a lot Scotland's of these bands too again. also make a shit. Like they're like militarily tied. Like that's one of the things with like uh, drowning pool. Uh, dr- uh, them yeah. and uh, uh, five finger death, death punch. punch. Yeah, like yeah. they are. Well, that's what but they're also like c- doing cool shit for veterans yeah. all the time. So I mean, I'm not. I don't care yeah. about the people. Yeah, you know? My, they're fine. Whatever. Make I, make your music that I don't like. But uh, well, you gotta, other people, yeah, you got to think I, like red. I don't like red state rock. That sounds like a term that was made up by somebody who's never visited a red state. That sounds like I, one of those. No, actually, that like sounds like a state. nice national I, I, uh, park you can go to. Yeah, it does. Which actually, is probably yeah. littered in trash right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. I, Have I you like been the, to Red State Rock? Oh, it's oh yeah, it's great. <laughs> I went to Red State Rock last spring. We did a shitload of mushrooms. You ever and, been? Uh, yeah, you've uh, been to the Red State Rock Festival. Oh, oh man, it's beautiful. It's, oh, it's so good. <laughs> It's, it's I heard so somebody died. Uh, you ever been to Butt Rock? That place sucks. Uh, <laughs> uh, but the thing with painful um, at first, but if you let it go, <laughs> it totally it totally makes sense though why uh, a lot of military get into all these bands because they're a lot of times they're living this hellish life. You can't like I don't think my brother was when he was in the army. He lo- I mean he still likes this, a lot of this. Hard music, but it was always hard music, like radio rock hard music, you know? Like, he never... I mean, maybe he did that's a little bit, but... That's the phrase I like, radio rock. I like radio rock. That's what I grew up on. But rock is... I don't know if it's Reem's term, but that's a term that I've only, I've heard him more than anybody else describe it that I, way. I've heard... I've heard... But you're also more into metal, so that could be a metal used. term for that kind of radio. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's butt rock and there's yeah. butt metal and death yeah. doing both. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but and the same way, like, 80s metal would have been called cock rock. Yep. I see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would, yeah, that's it, a good. Be like, I went to the sweet cock rock butt metal show the yeah. other day. <laughs> I yeah. uh, I think though it makes sense though that if you're like in going to war zones, Afghanistan, Iraq, you're living. You don't really house, have time to look for music. You can't you put, put it on well, the radio. No, but no, but you like can't when put Florence and the yeah, Machine on. You can't while put Bell and Sebastian on at the end yeah, of the night. Yeah, but you can put like good metal on, like Slayer. But you're not having access to good metal. You're having access to the easiest stuff to get, which is Five Finger Death Punch, which is. Seven Dust and fucking uh, all that stuff, you know, at the time. Hinder. Remember when Seven Hinder? Dust is an unstoppable machine. Oh, my God. Yeah. They, they I have again, seen Seven Dust. Putting out solid th- Is that you, albums? too? Yeah, that's as me. As well? I've yeah. seen, I turned down free Seven Dust stickers from Mike Mercadal last year or two years ago because if I saw them, then Seven Dust would have been the band yeah. I'd seen in concert And I've the seen most. them probably five <laughs> times. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I have decided to go. I don't think I've ever... Decided to go see Seven Dust. I, oh no! Oh, I, once, one time I did. Him. I loved it. That's how I was with Fall Out Boy. I saw Fall Out Boy three times, never to see Fall Out Boy. Always to see the opening acts. I uh, love their first album. Can I just put it out there that if anyone, either of you, had a free Seven Dust ticket, I'd be interested in going. Oh, of course, Will. Oh, yeah, he's a big Lejean head. You know, he's that. got a great voice. Yeah, uh, straight up. Remember that. When yeah. when uh, uh-huh. the when the fellow from Snot passed away, yes. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, have I told that? I told that story on the show. I'm sure. Yeah. Right? The rainstorm yeah, and the rain. Yeah. Couple okay. times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. There's so much of that music. But what I'm curious about: Did anybody rise above it all? Did anybody? Because okay, for instance, uh, 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 who's the band that did um, the Verve? Remember the Verve? They oh, came out as like a sweet symphony. Yeah, they did Bittersweet Symphony, and and then they got sued by the Rolling Stones, and it was kind of just like a radio thing. But then the Verve ended up going on to becoming this big, amazing arena band that like tours Europe and is like a huge deal. Uh, another Muse was very I, similar. I Muse started think, out yeah. kind of small, 
as just like an indie band, and then Muse went on and became like a, a respected huge band. Maybe not your favorite I kind of music. I think like the but biggest out of any of those bands, would you'd have to start getting into the ones that got more metal attached to their name. The more new metal, as for opposed, instance, who would it be? Well, Linkin Park and Slipknot. Yeah, I yes, guess are yeah, both yeah. Mo- like huge. Yeah, Slipknot, Slipknot are, probably are is the most res- Slipknot's respected. Slipknot's probably the biggest metal band around. Is the world. Slipknot respected? Slipknot are respected now. They were not no. when they came but out. But is Slipknot respected by metalheads and shit like that? For no. the most part, that's what I don't understand. Because because I get the idea of like. Joe Schmo on the street doesn't respect Slipknot. But metal heads, metal fans are fucking idiots anyways. Everybody's like, oh, this sucks. And- but but I'm, what I'm saying is like the same person that's like, oh, fuck, five finger death punch. Do they also say, do they like, but Slipknot's good? No, I bet a lot of them. A really? lot of people hate Slipknot because okay. they're the biggest metal band in the world. That's what I'm curious about. Linkin Park, yeah. Linkin Park evolved and grew a lot and stuff System, like that. Yeah. Uh, System of a Down? S- but they're S- one of those. System of a Down. But they, they, they quit. But they could have. Oh, did they stop? Is they that only, why? They only had like four albums. Yeah, System they of Down had a shot. anything recently. And that ages. A magne- the only thing that doesn't age from System of a Down is the stats from the prison song because now they're way, yeah, way right. bigger. But, way, uh, way bigger. They're, they were like, oh, also, I guess, uh, Deftones. Right. Deftones, Deftones evolved. Yeah, Deftones did they it. They evolved more than any new metal band yeah, by they far. Did it. They're like um, art rock. Were you ever into Deftones, Will? Yeah, they're yeah, good. I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, White Pony was so. Me good. too. Same. I that really was the they one have like four so, masterpiece albums under their belt, and they just they're still going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they're very good. Um, me, one band from this scene that they're they've broken up since, but uh, I feel like Creed kind of transcended hey. that scene. I know that's a touchy kind of touchy kind of band. I, I, they're post grunge. Love them or hate them. I can but, look back, and I don't think I I and this could just be me personally. I never liked i never got into creed and then i i did i liked them i bought their albums i, I probably had a shirt but i can't i don't i don't agree with that their i don't first think i saw creed grow was pretty solid my, my own, own prison, prison? Yeah. yeah my own prison's good well tremonti yeah. was a great guitarist and what's this life for and yeah. torn um, torn Unfor- misery i always thought torn was them trying to write unforgiven it's like the same very similar it's like oh we want to have an unforgiven tra- type track mm-hmm. on this no they had well, a song well, called unforgiven on their album, and it was called Unforgiven. That was their Unforgiven song. Oh, then maybe that's what I'm thinking of then. One and I'm mixing remember, it up with Torn. One thing I remember uh, from a guitar magazine, Ode was Mark Tremonti wanting to do a, an Iron Maiden-like Waste yeah. of Years kind of Oh, thing. yeah. Tremonti kind of was thing. the metal guy in yeah. Creed. I remember we were yeah. like, well, you know, Tremonti is going to bring more Metallica riffs yeah. to the yeah. next Creed well, album. Do you know this shit about how uh, in college, they all went to college at like Florida State? And their the band's first yeah. their first lead singer was comedian Burt Kreischer. I did know. Yeah, this. that fucking that shit's crazy. He yeah. was in the band and then he quit the band and then Scott Stapp or I don't know if he quit the band he got kicked out or whatever. And then Scott Stapp joined the band and then they took off. Hmm. And it wasn't called Creed then, but he played with those guys. And then they played with Creed, That's and then crazy. they became Alter Bridge, and you know they had a new singer and stuff. I, and, if and, I ever meet Burt Kreischer, I want to sing higher karaoke. Oh, that'd be great! <laughs> that would he, be so much fun. He did the goddamn comedy jam that I TV show, that. and he did. And Scott Stapp came out, and he did one of those songs. He did either did higher, did, did higher, yeah. That's and like Scott a, Stapp came out, and he sang with him. With the, on, do you know what this goddamn comedy jam show? <laughs> it's it's great. It's on Comedy Central. It's this uh, LA comedian does it, and it's comedians doing basically live band karaoke. With, and then rock stars come out with them. I saw the, I I did it yeah. in or I didn't do it, but I went to it in uh, at a festival once. And the Scholar Brothers did the distance, and that was really cool. And they kind of it's sort of like a there's a storytelling show aspect to it. Yeah, as yes, well. yes, yes, yes. You explain why you want to do this song. No, the distance by a cake. Oh, 
I've, oh, I've, the I've, difference. That's a wallflower so, song. So, so you one. liked. So you guys liked all this stuff, and I always uh, liked this heavier stuff. And Pat, I know liked pop mm-hmm. punk as well. Did oh, yeah. you like pop punk growing up, Reem, or um, more maybe like, like the uh, the like pre pop punk stuff? Uh-huh. So maybe like, like, like the, skate punk, like yeah, maybe yeah, like no effects, no effects or and rancid religion. and bad religion rancid. and stuff like that. Uh-huh. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, but like, not like newfound glory uh-huh. or no, you, the he, starting line because he's like because I'm a little older than you and he's a little older than me and it's just total generational shit. Because uh, yeah. you you and like that's why you know so much more metal shit than I ever would have known or got into just because of the hit right at the right time. Yeah, so um, like any uh, punk stuff. That I was getting into adjacently was going to have like riffs and solos mm-hmm. and stuff, uh-huh. or like hardcore, I like yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, I, and I, I I discovered that stuff that stuff later. An analogy I use a lot is like bands like Blink One Eight Two are like a frappuccino. Yeah, and then you eventually get to like the pour over of like No Effects or The Damned. Sure, sure, like sure. Yeah, 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 I see that. You need like a a, a gateway, a palette. Uh, totally. Well, that's, that's what that's I think. That's why yeah. I don't begrudge any of these bands that i don't like and plus i'm fucking too old to care yeah, about yeah, bands yeah. i don't yeah i mean when i was like when we're talking about like 2003 and a lot of these bands were coming out mm-hmm. and i'm like oh pantera should be on the fucking radio yeah not, yeah yeah not this bullshit you uh-huh. know that's what that's the thing that i i think is a huge part of growing up especially growing up when you're so into this punk rock guilt bullshit uh is learning that like right now i can say that i think imagine dragons is garbage but I understand that's my take on it yeah. and that it's not for me. I think there's a big difference between saying something is bad and saying something is not for you. Like, Plus you get that yes. way. Somebody's going to get that, into them and get, then they're going to get into... If you do too much of that bullshit, then you're going to think you don't like stuff. You're going to convince yourself not to like stuff just because it's a little bit yeah. fucking yeah. different than something else. I mean, else. that's my whole life now is getting into bands that I never... Because I thought Daryl... I thought Hollow Notes were a joke. So I never get right. Listen to it. Love it. Pete, you know, yeah. I think of that a lot. That's the kind of wisdom that comes with age because when you're oh, 20 and really trying to establish your yeah. your uh, your identity, I think you're like a, a lot music of stuff is, is way uh, when you're young, music identity is your identity. Absolutely. That like helps you find, you know, you go into that, that helps you find your tribe. Yeah. Yeah. I've been to fucking 10 different schools in my school systems in my lifetime you know you find the other kid with a metallica shirt and then Uh you're like oh yeah uh, yeah master of puppets right and then yeah and then you guys are skipping class in a week together i always think Mm -hmm. i'm uh my friend ryan carnahan who uh me too you do uh i i it's funny because like i was in bands and i was playing shows in omaha and stuff and i knew Uh about all these bands and stuff like that and uh one like over the summer or something he got into Weezer like around Maladroit or that album yeah uh-huh. and he wore a Weezer shirt to school and this is a guy I knew my whole life never gave a fuck about and I was like you like Weezer and he's like I love Weezer that's what's funny and he's like do you know about Jimmy World and I was like of fucking course I do uh-huh. and it was so funny because I was like I've I've been here for a while you're just joining the table yeah. but I can help you I you just know? like that whole era uh when people would come back from summer vacation and then it's all of a sudden like Oh, you changed. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, That's exciting. Like when all of a sudden, like my best friend, uh, Duffy. Who's this? Duffy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I hadn't seen him for a while. Then he shows up one day wearing a uh, Megadeth uh, t-shirt. And I think I was still more a little bit of a uh, grunge boy at the time, you know? And it was a baby hanging from a clothespin with euthanasia written on it and it's uh a great that's a great uh i remember that album cover yeah yeah, yeah never yeah. listened to the album but i know the cover it's a good yeah. album yeah it's one of their uh uh there's a big line in metal in the 90s that's basically 
before the Black Album and after the Black Album. Yeah. Where metal and everything is more like underground and against the grain and like flipping the finger off to the mainstream. And then everybody saw how much money the Black Album made. And they were like, all right, uh, can we get Rick Ross to produce? Yeah, yeah, our, yeah. <laughs> or uh, Rick Rubin to produce our next album. And can we get like the drums mixed? You know, all of a sudden, everybody. There's a, I just saw a tweet the other day uh, talking about Metallica and stuff. Uh, I saw a tweet today. Uh, a guy went to a, a Metallica concert now, like recently, and the dude behind him, anytime they played a song after the Black Album, he would turn around and put his finger up in the air. And then if they played a song from Ride, Ride the Lightning, he's back, turn around, watching the show, enjoying it. But then they play something from Load, he's turned around. Like somebody's holding on to that now, just some yeah. old guy at a concert. I think that's Yeah, so I funny. can remember that was a big thing when I was a kid because Load, like I was in high school when Load was out. So yeah. it was a big like, you know. I like, and but now Lode, it's like years later. Yeah, and yeah. Load was perfect for me because that was me getting into Metallica at the same time I was into all I of that radio rock. That album would have been better if Reload never came out and about oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. four or five songs were taken off of it. I, I just, there's a couple of Load like songs. Like an 80-minute album. It's hit, it it's hit, and, and that's what I want from a band. I don't need the the the, the shredding light, like long leads and stuff. Um, You're wearing a Blink-182 shirt today. I, I am, yes. Were you I, always a big band shirts guy? Um. I mean, for the longest time, yeah, he's like six seven. Of course, he's worn big band shirts. Oh yeah, <laughs> like uh, Brian Setzer Orchestra. For the long, for the longest time, it was bands didn't often didn't have my size. Oh yeah, uh, so I was um, basically whenever whenever I could. I, I didn't start really dressing uh, proper cool until the la- uh, last few years. That's kind of cool. That's kind of where I'm at too. Yeah. I was that way in middle school. I wore band shirts constantly. For I had. I had a Prodigy shirt. I yeah. never gave a fuck about Prodigy. I either wore a band shirt or a Raider thing. Yeah. For, and mm-hmm. still do to I, this day. I, when, I, I was in my, when I was playing basketball, I wore a ton of uh, of like Bulls jerseys. Yeah, and yeah, I had yeah. Michael Jordan's North Carolina jersey. Never been to North Carolina. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. but who cares? I had a North Carolina jersey, too. Those Targo jerseys Jordan, look one. good. Yeah. It, I mean, you're wearing a tar, uh, yeah, the blue color and hat. It's, it's a good it's a Carolina good scheme. Carolina blue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Something you were he talking about. He needed the money. Shut up, Remar. Guest is trying to talk. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyways, Will, you're talking now, about now. Remar, the... I wanted to ask you about a thing too. <laughs> you're talking about the guy who would flip off the newer Metallica song. Yes, yes. What, I was at Warp Tour once one summer, and I was watching Against Me, and the punks when they started playing Stop. Mm-hmm. The punks sat down in the mosh pit and started flipping the band off. Yeah. Oh wow. And then yeah. all stood up back when they started when they started playing uh Don't Lose Touch. That's that's like, those are the people that are never gonna lose their or they're they haven't even considered to lose their punk rock guilt. Those are if those people yeah. are over thirty, they're done. You know what I mean? Like if that's your mentality and personality and you're over thirty, you're fucking done. Plus, yeah. I mean, if you think about it, you're gonna put if you're a musician, you're gonna put albums out your entire fucking life. Yeah. You know? I love that's what I, a big thing I'm trying like, to earn, own and earn and love right now. It's hard because I want to re- neutral milk hotel want one album kind of basically really two but one that's great and then they're out and that's great. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the weaker thins four perfect albums and then they're done and they're moving on to other stuff. Like the I police, kinda, I want that to happen. The police did that, yeah. Pantera. Um, that's there aren't very many. That's a thing. That's I respect. one thing I like to think about is the bands that have. Five and less. Yeah, ISIS. They were at, they They're were out. gone. Mm-hmm. You know, presidents of the because yeah, it's either you uh you either change. Ob- I mean, yeah, obviously this is obvious. You either change or stay the same. So it's kind of cool to see some of these bands like long career arcs. Yeah, where yeah. like 
um well like iron maiden and judas priest uh you know both pretty much invented like that new wave british heavy metal and were like constants throughout and then they had their post black album right and and their post new metal albums Uh where they're both doing like different things different tunings yeah you know and then nowadays they're right back to putting out like priest album that's what metallica did too yeah yeah, 100 and and that makes sense when you look at it look at it as a comedian right yeah like we're comedians now yeah okay so like i'm who i am right and i was who i was and then i moved to new york and i saw thousands of different comedians i'm like oh i want to try doing more story stuff and i start growing and stuff like that and then you got to think like if a comedian keeps going uh you're going to be influenced by stuff like a band doesn't stop listening to music so in and a part of its marketing of course but also you got to think of like fucking like there's got to be a band like a metallica or something like that and then they start seeing raging's machine crushing they're like that looks fun as shit i want to do something like that yeah and you're not allowed you know because you're in a box sometimes oh 100 yeah it, it's such an interesting yeah. thing it, it, especially making that comparison to comedy because you you know you might touch on similar topics again later on mm-hmm. but it's going to be hopefully it's different from yeah when yeah first yeah because otherwise, have you really grown? Yeah, you got to grow. You got to show growth. And for bands, sometimes it's hard for them to show growth. Uh, yeah. Now, let's sh- uh, switch, uh, switch gears here. Except uh, for boy bands. Well, they just keep getting taller. Yeah. yeah. Boy, boy bands are, their sound is determined by whoever the hot producer is. Mm, of that yeah. Band. Yeah, like, Ron Perlman. Yeah. Or not Ron not Perlman. Not Ron Perlman. Or there's, or there's uh, that Swedish who's guy. That guy? Who's, there's a, there's a, a songwriter in Sweden who wrote like every big pop hit in the 90s. Really? Yeah, I can't remember his name, but you can if you Google Swedish guy wrote all the big pop hits in the nineties. He comes up. He worked with like Britney Spears, Backstreet Boys. Oh yeah, yeah. hey Leif, look it up. Well, that's interesting too because I mean, pop music is like the formula. You know, like yeah. it's it's math yeah. it's math music mm-hmm. where yeah. it's like you have to have a hook. Yeah, within this, you get, know, get to it. Get to the hook within twenty seconds. Don't spend too much time on the verse or pre-chorus get to the chorus and that is why and that is why i that was why i always had a hard time getting into bands i if like there's certain bands like i needed that even though it was i was trying to like i didn't want to listen to the most cheesy pop music but i still need that i like that format we do we like it yeah it's why it's why that i always got into bands like um i like there's a lot of bands i like like uh founds of wayne you remember founds of wayne their their big song was stacy's mom yeah but they're they were so good at that that then they went on and just started writing songs for everybody else there's so many bands uh, i'm so sorry go ahead that i would have done the punk yeah middle middle finger finger thing too Back in the day that now litter my Spotify playlist. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. You know? I'm pretty sure the guy from Fountains of Wayne wrote a bunch of songs for Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Yeah, that would make sense. And he also, I, I'm, I'm Pat- not 100% sure, but I think he Patrick, wrote- weren't you in a band called Fountains of Wang? Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> by the way, uh, this is just, take a break, Will. I think I'm going to try to get us a sponsor from like a fucking porn company. Like uh, what Adam and Eve or something, you know? Like one of those mm-hmm. dildo ones. You know what oh, I mean? You know my like favorite. A you know so my favorite make porno. Sh- noises and- you know what my favorite porno shoot is. <laughs> Her- heroin. Oh, do you know what my favorite porno shoot is? No, don't say it. Yeah, you get it. Yep. Okay. Uh, now you're back, Will. Uh, uh, okay, so music. That was well. We really went hard on that shit for a while. <laughs> you said hard um, on. Yeah, I want to make sure that I'm answering all the the questions you guys. Yeah, have. don't worry. Some of these questions just go to the air. Uh, the uh, no one's keeping score. I uh, I want to talk about other stuff too, though. So you're growing up. You're a little baby boy living alone in uh, uh, Maryland. Uh, what were you watching on TV? What was your, uh, what was your, like, uh, shows, your shows of shows? What was your, what were you, what were you getting home to watch? 
What was I getting home to watch? Um, in high school, I was watching a ton of like MTV and Much Music. I was really oh, I loved into, Much Music. Into that, like, fuck I yeah, watched, baby! I like music, music shows, like uh, video yeah. shows, like yeah, like okay. video shows, like the the like the top shows, the, mm-hmm. the countdowns. Did you have of, like, Prime Star Cable and Direct TV later? I guess maybe Direct TV did not have Prime because Much Star Music. Cable. Not nobody mentions you, but I we had um, Sarah Hennessy on the show a couple of weeks ago, who's a grew up in Toronto. Uh-huh. First time I ever got to talk about Much Music in depth on the show. Oh, yeah. we've talked about Much Music. Well, well much, I've mentioned it, but I've never got to discuss it with someone. Well, it, it was in our Direct TV package, and I would remember saying. I remember going through. Oh, they have a lot of Canadian bands. So many compared bands. To Gob, uh, yeah, that's uh, I how Mother I Earth. Gob, you believe in Our Lady Gob? Peace? Our Lady Peace loved, which they finally cro- they cross over eventually. They did. Um, uh, I Mother Earth, the Matthew Good Band is still one of my favorite bands of all oh, time. Oh yeah, they're good. Sloan, Trade. When I met tragically um, hip. When I met Kevin uh, uh, McDonald from the Kids in the Hall, Cancer Bats. Our connection was that I knew tragic. I knew the tragically hip, and we 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 talked Rush, about it. Yes, another Rush. Band. Yeah, uh, Triumph. Did you say Triumph? Uh, oh. let's see. God, American Head Charge. Uh, no, American Head Charge from Minnesota. The yeah, not American yeah. Head Charge. Who's the Ameri- Who's the other one? There was a what band that had American in it um, in their title. Not American Hi-Fi. American Rejects. No, no, no. Maybe they had a song called America. Dun, 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 dun. Ooh, no American warning. Psycho. Who sang that? Uh, that was the Misfits. Yeah. How far I go to be a next freak show? American Psycho. American Psycho is the Misfits. Mm. No. With, uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure who that is so i was i did watch a, a lot of a lot of that when i was a kid because there was a certain point where we we didn't have cable at my house anymore um and i kind of tra- trailed off after a f- few years but when i was uh, a kid i remember watching a lot of disney channels so i loved like the rescue rangers oh yeah, yeah. Oh, baby uh, yeah I, I loved i loved watching that um you big tailspin fan I, I love Tailspin. Well, buddy, guess what? We got a fun size for you last I, week. Go I, take a listen. I, I will go take a listen to that uh, Tailspin fun yeah, size. And like I said, all of those shows are great. Yeah, yeah. they hold up so well. Gargoyles, I, I love that. I still got to get into Gargoyles. I got to find it somewhere where I can just beginning to end it, you know, A-B it. Well, Disney's streaming service that's going to take over the world and bring on the Terminators is yeah. coming. So Have we talked? Oh, boy. Um, yeah, oh, what about we, movies? We, what about movies? Movie? Oh yeah, this is always one of my favorite uh, stock questions. Is a movie. Did, were you a big mo- uh, Disney head or whatnot? Yeah, that was mostly when I was t- still living at home. That was uh, what I was really. Um, what uh, were your repeaters when you were a teenager? Re- repeaters when I was a, a teenager. Um, let me think. that you were quoting that that I that I was. Which that's uh, weird. We never asked that, but that that was a big thing for me. Was just uh, getting together with friends and watching the same comedy mm-hmm. movie 20 times until we, yeah, yeah, yeah. we cite it to each other. Hmm. Joe Dirt, Dumb and Dumber, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, and When Nature Calls. <laughs> the, the, yeah, those, I, those I saw later. I'm trying to think. What was I, wa- what was I watching a, a bunch um, when in I, the when early I was aughts? In, in, the, in the early aughts. I'm thinking really hard. I didn't mean to do gotcha journalism I, to yeah, you. Oh, it's all good. Because I remember Can't really think of a movie in, made before 2004. <laughs> uh, <laughs> actually, I, I remember watching Mission Impossible 2 a lot. Uh, oh, that yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a woo that was the one. First, that's a John Woo movie. It's that's got some doves first, in there uh, and motorcycle stuff. It's got the doves Limp and motorcycles. Biscuit? It oh. does have Limp Bizkit. Now, this, Mission Impossible is like one of those bands for me. Because I fell off, and it's like, wow, they just keep going. Yeah, and they're yeah. good. They're supposed to be really good. I have said it on and the show. I, 
I'm yeah. way more into uh, Mission Impossible than I ever was into Bond. Blonde? John uh, John Bond. John yeah. Bond. John Bond, Bond yeah, Jr. You know, what Bond, Bond, I saw, Bond, I saw Goldfinger, and then I saw Tomorrow Never Dies but and Goldeneye, but I kind of dropped off after The World Is Not Enough. I saw, yeah, it was enough. Until Daniel Craig. Uh, I saw um, Tomorrow Never Dies in the theater and was just like, Ugh, I'm out. Uh-huh. Um, and I had seen bits and pieces. And then a couple of years ago, I think when we were doing the show, I went back and rewatched a bunch of them and found some I really liked, but I still would rather watch them Mission Impossible. And maybe it's I'd the rather, benefit of there's less. They're, they're doing two new ones. I'd rather watch yeah. Austin Powers. Austin Powers is really good. Uh, we were talking about Disney for a second. I want to give you this, okay? You're talking about Disney taking over, you know, with their streaming app and ruling the world? Yeah. This is just Disney's major releases this year, 2019. This mm. isn't counting any small movie that I just don't know about. Okay. In 2019, Disney has Captain Marvel. People won't shut up about it. Going to be huge. Yeah. Avengers Endgame. Uh, a little bit of a buzz. Going to be huge. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. Looks That'll great. Going to be big. Never been a Spider-Man movie that didn't make a bucket of cash. Then there is uh, Dumbo. Oh, the live action. People are crying over the trailer. Uh-huh. Then there's going to be Aladdin, the live action. Yeah. And then there's going to be... Everybody's going to see it. The Lion King. Which has an amazing Lion cast. King cast. is going to... Make all of the money. Those yeah. three are coming out like boom, boom, boom. Then after that, Frozen 2. Oh, yeah. Jesus fucking yeah, Christ. Just bazillions. Then between Frozen 2 and the end of the year, we got Toy Story 4, oh, right? Yeah. And then at the end of the year, 2019, Star Wars 9. Yeah. This year, Disney is just, they, it's like they know something. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like they're like going out. Like it, something bad's gonna happen. Yeah. So it's like no, gotta yeah. hit them out. No way that those movies don't all make a billion dollars. Exactly. It's crazy. It's like we're Well, I don't see ugh. yeah. Well the Star Wars, the Frozen, the Avengers, the Yeah. It's just gonna make so much and that's not even counting like I'm sure there's fifty other movies that are gonna make a million dollars for them, at least for them. You know, like just like little pictures that they put out and stuff every year, you know? Yeah. And that's also not counting I'm sure they have they own some like smaller indie imprints, so that yeah, exactly, yeah, their, shit like that. Finger in that, so like the two million dollar budget that becomes a sleeper hit. Every television show on ABC that gets a well review, you know, ESPN, all of that stuff. It's <laughs> Disney, uh, Disney owns ESPN. We gotta work, yeah. Well, they own ABC. Oh, and ABC owns ESPN. Yeah, so they they literally the if they if Disney ever acquires Pokemon, the world's ending. It's or over for if us. If they host. got Nintendo, mm-hmm. oh That's, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, if they got into that's what I was, which is one of the that's bummers. That's what I was rushing home to watch Pokemon? when I was a kid. Was Pokemon? I was ah, really yeah. into that. See, show. that's yeah. that line. Did you go uh, full bore? I'm assuming, right? Because it was the multinational. I believe it's oh, pronounced like multimedia. Full Pikachu. Okay. You know, I was I was playing I was playing the games. I was watching the show. I Game was, Boy and cards. Game. Uh, never it- never did the card game, but I was all about. The Game Boy, and I was because that's yeah. that's what I had my well balanced teams. I ha- I knew all the types. I was like, I'm gonna leave with this. I'm gonna gonna have this for later on in the game. Pokemon Stadium. Do you still play? Yeah, I got a I, I got Pokemon Sun and, and Pokemon Ultra Sun. I could play. And they're the same concept too, right? Like they haven't mm-hmm. changed basically the yeah the core mechanics game. of the game in twenty plus years, right? Yeah, but when pe- you're playing it online or on the handhelds, and did stuff. you you yeah. had a Game Boy then? Uh, I had a Game Boy. Uh, I had a Game Boy Pocket. Oh, okay, uh, is what I played it on a red Game Boy Pocket. Ah, red. That's a good color. And um, and now I play Pokemon Sun and Ultra Sun on a 3DS. Game Boy oh, cool. Game Boy Pocket's one of the best uh, things Nintendo ever did. Yeah, because yeah. they basically just uh, barely changed the Game Boy and then 
boosted the sales of it just from through the roof like hey we're gonna make it smaller and colored and, and, then, and it was almost dead and is it the and same? then it was out selling all of the like colored game gears do the yeah. same uh, con- uh same yeah packs? it's the exact same thing same game packs yeah it's yeah. just uh smaller and colored. that's crazy yeah and it was much easier by the to way see the i think screen. uh i know it, i know it was unintentional but i think we have hit the limit of the amount of times we can say colored on this podcast so <laughs> <laughs> sorry for the rest of the year uh sorry we don't want to cross any lines we are allies and we don't want to uh, make mistakes yeah when you really don't want to cross any lines when you're coloring. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Then you got to fucking rip it out of the yeah, page, start yeah. all over. I yeah. found you can kind of scratch. Yeah, that's what you got to do. You a can't good erase chunk of the wax you off. You, you got to scratch get, it. If you got your nail in there, you could really, really scratch. I never scratch. even thought of it. Really? I never thought of it, yeah. I'd also do that to, like, finish. I, you can add a little art to your... Here was my move. I color inside... And then there's the, like, let's mm-hmm. say that I'm coloring a penguin yeah. and there's the body, the black body. Now I'm drawing a circle of the black uh-huh. body of the penguin. That's the lines. What I would do is color all the inside part like crazy. And I would take a knife and I'd sharpen the shit out of that Crayola. Yeah. And then I'd get, I'd have it really sharp so that I could get really close to the line and I'd do right around the edge and then I'd go in and fill that. And I didn't go over the line too much. So, well, uh, markers or crayons? Uh, crayons. Crayola or Razor? Rosart. Crayola. Rosart. Crayola. Six. Don't look at me like remember, Rosart isn't an option. Remember Crayola used to have a color, uh, Engine Red? Did they? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Wait, was it like Fire Engine Red or was it like so Native t- American Engine Red? Native American. Oh, gross. Yeah. Crayola. Yeah, yeah. Well, they Ugh. they pulled it, so it's kind of funny if uh, oh, I must Twitter existed. existed. Back in the 80s when oh, yeah. they decided to get rid of... Uh, well, flesh was a color forever, and that doesn't work if no, you're not... No, in- Indian red Crayola. No, I know, but I'm saying flesh was a color when I was a kid, too, <laughs> and it was like a peach. Yeah. And it was uh-huh. like, first off, no one looks like that, but super weird. Yeah, it's like well, the they got rid of version of what ski- human skin looks yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Human, uh, I guess, white people. I don't know. Hey, I do you use... know what the biggest organ in the body is? Hold what on. That? The hair? The skin. The skin. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is fun. You might not have gotten that if we weren't just talking about skin. Uh, I was having a fun conversation with uh, former guest on the show, Ben Katzner. Four more guests. That's all we're doing. We Four should more. keep going. Oh, uh, yeah, Ben just Katzner. Be like those bands. Just keep going. Uh, <laughs> friend of the show. Uh, he. Uh, um, we were talking. I was telling about this friend I had when I was a kid named uh, Morgan. And you know, you know the thing with my buddy Morgan, right? Big M, little organ, right? Mm-hmm. You know. And he didn't get it, and so I had to keep talking to them. Finally, I just I go, my friend Morgan has a small cock. And they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> like a baby don't, chicken? Don't you, don't you love it when you when you say what you think is a hilarious joke oh, in yeah. conversation, and it's just met with that, that, you know de- what? that dead air, and then you're just... Kazi <laughs> liked it. Uh, 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 Lutz like Boots liked it. Uh, 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 Alice liked it. You know, all the listeners. Ted, they're all on board with that joke. Um, okay. Oh, it was a joke. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay. Well, we're wrapping up now. I, we want to touch base. One thing we always like to get into on the show. You're not Uh, even rhyming. How's this wrapping up? Right. (laughs) I'm going to throw the laptop (laughs) through the wall. Uh, what was your, then it's going to, I think, I think, you know what we're going to ask him. Why don't you go ahead and ask him? What's the one thing we like to hit towards the end? Uh, what delicious question do we have? Oh yeah. What kind of, uh, snacks and foods? Yeah, were, they, were, yeah. were the hot items for you as a kid? Were hot. you a big snack kid? Oh yeah, love, yeah, love snacks. What's your go-to Saturday morning? You're gonna you get something, anything can you can have it. It's in the kitchen. What do you want Saturday Saturday morning? I'm waking up. I want a bowl of Captain Crunch cereal. Yeah, baby. Just straight wanna, straight Captain. 
Straight captain. I, I didn't get I, no change. No love, changer. Uh, wow. I didn't love hoops all berries. I liked the classic uh, red red box and. You can hardly even find the straight Captain Crunch anymore. It, it takes a in little New bit York, of s- you can get it still on the road. It takes uh, a little searching. No, I got a box in my apartment. I'm gonna yeah. have some later. Because um, <laughs> all I can think, I mean, it's always like Crunch Berries are like standardized now. Yeah, yeah, they were a limited edition when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. And I remember I had one box once, and then I remember just I like defaulting to the original Captain and the red box. Yeah. Well, you and him make it happen. Yeah, uh, Waffle Crisp was another cereal. I, I don't know. I've always gone back and forth on that cereal. Yeah, what Waffle Crisp? Because you waffle. I got uh-huh. it. Okay, the wa- <laughs> that was always in uh, Jerry's uh, apartment. Oh yeah, uh-huh. yes, it was. You could always see the Waffle Crisp. Yeah, he, he always yeah. Had after fun he got s- popular enough. He always like had early fun, season uh, Seinfeld generic, yeah, like not real cereal. Uh-huh. But then they started paying. That was always a thing I thing. liked. I always liked that on a show when like you could it, put stuff in there like that, like. So Jerry had all the cereals on uh, Home Improvement. He always had the uh-huh. un- the shirts for the universities, all yeah. these different schools and stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, I always thought that was like a fun bit in TV shows. He got an honorary uh, PhD from uh, his uh, Michigan State. Yeah, he also was a uh, he turned on state's evidence and uh, put a bunch of people in prison, and that's why he got his coke charge taken away. So fuck him. Oh, speaking of snacks on TV, Toy Story Four though, huh? He's a rat. Yeah. Can't He's a wait. Rat. Did did either of you ever see a t- I, TV show? I saw this come up on my brother yeah, and me on occasion. Um, Wait, what did you say? They, they couldn't show the ad, so they say someone's eating like a bag of potato chips and they have tape over the logo. Yes. Now, that's the thing that... Ha- Wait, did you see this in a television show? Yes. I, I remember I specific... I've, I'm pretty sure I saw it a couple times, but what I'm remembering specifically is an episode of uh, the TV show. It's actually not my brother and me. That was on Nickelodeon. Uh, Smart Guy. Ah. On, on Disney. Well, I don't know. I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't know if I've seen it per se like that, but I've seen it where they've taken a real product and like fudged it a little bit, yeah, but makes uh-huh. it look real. Roseanne but I've never seen it where it's a legit tape. It must be an ABC thing because Roseanne and TGIF mm-hmm. were all about like, uh, here's a Coke can, but the C has got red tape over it, uh-huh. so Aww. it's cock. Maybe. I know that on Roseanne, they used to show, they'd be cornflakes, Kellogg's cornflakes boxes, yeah. but they'd always show them from the back. So you could yep. you could tell it was 100% a cornflakes box, but you would never see the front and the logo. Mm-hmm. Right. By the way, that's a show that I just cannot watch ever again. Yeah. One Roseanne. of my favorite sitcoms of all time. I can't even watch an episode from 1993 I can't even, I can't even feeling look, horrible. I can't even listen to our great fun size One episode. of the best fun size episodes we ever did. <laughs> oh, did you record it before? Uh, she, that, no, actually, we recorded tweet. about a month after the racist stuff she said. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, of course. We said it. We recorded it before. We were just the stoked premiere. that this crazy lady was coming back. We didn't know that she was an actual crazy lady. Um, but yeah, I've been I because I, we now that we have the TV, Roseanne's back. You know what? Cosby's on. The Cosby Show's on in reruns all the time now. Roseanne's on all the time in reruns. Luckily, Mash is still there, and all those people are still doing well or dead. Yeah, you know, Alan Ald Alan Ald ain't gonna do nothing wrong. Yeah, he's doing well. He's got a podcast that's pretty popular. Yeah, yeah it's a Blink One Eighty Two podcast, isn't it? <laughs> all those small things. Yeah. Oh. If if Alan oh Alda, buddy, that's the way to do it. That is. Every episode, let's be like that, okay, man? I try. Oh, Jesus. Uh, that's the that's the Boomhauer rule right there. You hit on everyone, and every once in a while, you get some sex, right? Uh, <laughs> goddamn. Uh, Will, fantastic guest. 
Thank you, Pat. Thank, Thank you so you. much for being Thank on you, the Brandon. show. Yes. This was, this was so great. It, was, uh, it breezed. We breezed right through this fucker. Uh, I wanted to... Now, the listeners, the NFers, they love oh. you. Some of them already... You know, Barb, she's already in. No, oh, uh-huh. I'm, I'm... Oh, Reem has one more thing he wants to say. In high school, did anybody ever, like, uh, when the Titan... You know, the mo- movie The Titanic? Yeah, mm-hmm. when we were in middle school. Yeah, yeah. Did anybody ever, like, make fun of you because oh. of that song and your association with it? Mariah Carey? No, wait. My what? Heart Will Carry On? No, it's we'll oh. go, we'll oh. go on. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. No, no, it did, but it's interesting to bring that up because I was obsessed with the sinking of the Titanic. Me too. When, since I was like nine years old. Oh that, yeah, that so, is a. It's one of the best stories ever. Yeah, it's, it's a, the most a, famous because story. well for because and you're in this too because you're just a little older than us. But because our generation, when Bob Ballard and all that shit happened, was when we were in elementary school enough that. We got to see that they would always there was always like in the weekly readers they were always talking about it mm-hmm. and on we'd have the specials in TV classes and I feel like there's a yeah. real and then the movie comes out and it's just like perfect. My, my yeah. weekly reader, they found the fucker. So that was wow. pretty cool. Oh, you're oh, right. You're right. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you remember like eight, when yeah. they found the type? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And wow. then your older brother's weekly reader, fucking Challenger exploded. <laughs> oh, a lot sadder. And then our ne- and then nine eleven. I O ring yeah. more like oh shit ring. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I... <laughs> uh, my mom, my mom was pregnant with me and watched the Challenger explode. Whoa, that's probably with a bad her, sign with her class. And it was yeah. just like okay, let's uh, let's do anything else right now. And then yeah, it goes on. Yeah, she, yeah. My mom was an elementary school teacher, so oh boy. So she and then NASA had to be like Street Fighter, and they're like a new Challenger. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Remember that Punky episode? Punky yeah. Brewster did a whole episode about the it. The cartoon. The movie, the TV show, not the movie. The yeah, mm-hmm. um, but Will, fantastic. The listeners <laughs> love you, of course. Like yes, I made before so the joke, your mom already listens. Uh, your friend Chris was that his name? Chris McNamara. Yes. McNamara, he's on board. Yep. Uh, he loved. He came in at the Tommy McNamara episode because he mm-hmm. just saw his name and thought it was maybe some confusion. I uh, tell the listeners the NFRs. Tell them where they can find you on the internet. Uh, yes, I'm on the internet. Um, on on Twitter, I'm at Comic Will Carry. And you can find my podcast between awesome and disaster is on uh, Stitcher and iTunes. It's a very good podcast. I've been on it twice. Yes, uh, I had a lot of fun both times. Uh, Reem, have you been on? Yes, it? you're a good guest. No. Uh, Reem, I haven't gotten on yet, but I got to fix that. See, that's what we do here. That's how we book in this room. Heck you know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, fantastic. And uh, again, I I like and I told you this when I was done. I've done it. Uh, I think it's a good podcast to listen to, even if I wasn't on it. I still enjoy your show a lot. Uh, I think it's Thank fun listening man. to comics talk about shit. And who did you just have on? You just had on somebody that I really liked. I just had Brendan Aaron. That's it. Yeah, and he talks episode. about the, nice. his brain. Stuff. He cleared really the air it. on that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that was a great. That was a great episode. Great episode. He's a great like, comic. Yeah, talked about some mental health stuff, and then and then we also talked about um, you know, his transition from into becoming a full-time headlining for sure yeah 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 which was really interesting uh fantastic uh reem what about you where can the listeners find you well while you can find me at reemcore on the internet that's r-e-a-m-k-o-r-e and you're on all that kind of stuff yeah yeah and also you got a fantastic stand-up comedy show that's the name of my improv group too what all that kind of stuff all that kind of stuff yeah does that have like a does that have like a an acronym all that kind of stuff. A-K-T-S. A to the K. Uh, also, House of Bricks Comedy, second Friday of every month. H-O-B. Y-O-B at Precious Metal. Sorry, I'm a little... Fantastic show. I'm a little... What is wrong with you right now? Uh, just call me a Starbucks tall because I'm a little coffee. Oh, yeah, I got you. Okay. Uh, oh, oh, when's, yeah. it, when's this coming out? I, I have some shows. This will come out... Uh, well, it's going to be a little bit. I hope it's okay. It'll come out, it uh, looks like uh, January 20th. 
Cool. Uh, that's tomorrow. That's today. That's tomorrow. Oh. That's tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So so that that'll be good then. Yeah. Because uh, no I no ha- no I'm sorry it'll come out the twenty first. It's Saturday. It'll come out the twenty first. <sighs> sorry <Go>. listeners. <laughs> Ask me again. Uh, when's this coming out? I, none of your fucking business. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, it'll come out when it comes out. Will <laughs> Reem continue with your plugs? No. Wait. What was your question? Uh, because uh, me and Sam Z are doing shows in February. Oh, fantastic! Where are you guys doing your shows at? Uh, February eleventh and eighteenth, we're at Pete's Candy Store, and then February fifteenth, we're at Branded Salute. Fantastic! Great, great rooms. Both I love doing stand up comedy. In both those rooms. Uh, go check out uh, uh, Will and Sam on those shows. Uh, Reem, we got you. Do you have anything else you want to plug? Uh, no, I think we plugged it all. Okay, cool. You can, listeners, you can, of course, find me at Patrick Hasty. That's at P A T R I C K H A S T I E. PatrickHasty.com for all upcoming shows. Um, a lot of cool things in the work. Some of them I was excited to announce on today's episode, and now maybe we are going to push it. Uh, but I will be, this is cool. If you were in the New York area, the last week of March, uh, I believe it's the 25th through the 29th. I will be doing a week at the Creek, at the Creek in the Cave. Uh, it's my home club for stand-up comedy. Uh, I'll be there five nights doing uh, an hour with uh, some really great guests and friends. Uh, so uh, come out to that. Uh, I'm going to be in Pittsburgh in March. Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff. PatrickCasey.com for all that. Um, we talked about it a little bit ago. We, uh, thank you so much for the people that are sponsoring us. We've got a lot of sponsors coming up over the next seven weeks. Uh, we'd like even more. If you would like to sponsor the, an episode of the show, uh, or a week, basically, because you get an episode and a fun size, uh, all you got to do is uh, PayPal us $5 to the nostalgic front at gmail.com uh, with a little blurb about what you want to do, and then you'll be in line, and you can sponsor an episode. Uh, if you don't want to do that, you can also always get on the Patreon. We're still trying to get to 100 by 100. It's crack, It's cracking down. It's we crack. got to get there. Uh, so do that. You can see our fun stuff, extra, extra videos and stuff like that. Um, uh, positive reviews and all that kind of stuff. Tell your friends, uh, be cool, never die. And as always, if you're not an NFer, you're an MFer. So, so get, get the, the fuck, fuck out, out of here. here. Welcome to Brain Machine Network.com.